And welcome back to the Neighbors Club. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're talking about rom-coms because it's mid-February already and the month of love is the time to watch. The month of love. Rom-coms. <laughs> True. If you're Annie, you just watch them all year round. <laughs> Your mom? My mom watches rom-coms all the time. I mean, I do too, but if you're not a movie person, maybe this is your time. Yeah. This is definitely my time. I don't really watch otherwise. Why? They're always on TV. I feel like I love Disney movies and horror movies. (sighs) Or like suspense, sci-fi, drama, like Hunger Games. I I guess that's not really drama. Dystopian. Rom-com is very much not my thing. I want to start this off with a quiz for you guys. (laughs) What decade do you think rom-coms really began in? The 70s. 1980s. Oh my god. 1930s to 40s. Oh. Oh. Well, like, people were at war. Okay, well, here's the thing. It started because it became a reliable escape for moviegoers throughout the Depression and World War II. Mm. Okay. I believe it. When was the guess boom? Wasn't that the 20s? No, that was the 50s, right? It was after war, so then they all Oh, true. Okay, that makes sense. Because my dad is a boomer. (laughs) (laughs) The 20s was just drinking. And rom-coms. No, that was the 30s and 40s. So fair. Sorry. They went from drinking <laughs> illegally to drinking at the movies. And they were probably like five cents. I'm, I'm so jealous. <laughs> You're not jealous of post-World War II girls. <laughs> <laughs> Prohibition. <laughs> no running water. <laughs> no, but same. Wait, have you seen... Have you guys seen the video and it was like, how women really want to dress? And it's like, medieval dress. It's like those super long, fluffy... Like Bridgerton? Yeah, like those dresses. So maybe that is your era. What? That would be They didn't wear that in the 30s though, right? No. no. When was Bridgerton? Like 1700s? 17 or 1800s. Oh. Hmm. It was the 1700s because King George was like our King George that we fought against. Hmm. The Boston Tea Party? I mean, they don't reference it in, in the show, but yeah. That that would be my era. The Guys, Boston Tea Party. I just got back from Colorado, okay? And they had a castle like oh, museum yeah. thing and I was so excited <laughs> oh my god yes but they had a beautiful crown in the gift shop it is like the ultimate crown for me we didn't it's, see that oh my god I'll have to sh- pull up a picture um oh, it, it is beautiful tall it. it's got blue like sapphire gems on it did you get it yeah of course it's gonna be my birthday crown it's got some pearls it's sparkly and gold and just big and beautiful oh wait yeah I did see that we did see that picture I didn't realize that you bought that there yeah. Can I guess Ew. how much it cost? Yeah. $25. Can I guess? $68. It's right in the middle. $42. Janina. <laughs> it's expensive. Is it, it's not plastic. No. It's got some weight to it. And it transported home safely. Did you wear it on the plane? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't wear it on the plane, but I wrapped it You're in honest. my face towels that I had packed and my scarf and a t-shirt. So she was thoroughly protected. And now she sits on top of my vanity with my one other crown and my other tiara because mm. that is very much my thing. Yeah, like that good. is my era. I just want to be a princess all day. Just ignore the world's issues going on at the time. Yeah. Just live in your castle. I wouldn't know about them. Let's be real. Rapunzel. I would just be Dululu. Have you watched Sopran yet? No. You would love it. <gasps> That'll bring me to one of my favorite movies that I'll mention. Okay, so this week we're talking about our favorite rom-coms, and hopefully, if you're not into rom-coms, one of our reviews will steer you the right way. You mm-hmm. better watch them, because yeah. they're going to be good. If anyone knows me, it's going to tell people <laughs> to watch something. Oh, yeah. I'm still waiting for our written list. I had a guy please. that worked at Whole Foods that gave me like a list of animes to watch, mm-hmm. and I just threw it out finally, because I was like, I'm going to finish I watched like two of them. It was a lot. Anyway, let's get into this. (laughs) Let's get into it. Okay. And this is not really in this specific order because I had a really hard time putting them in order. But this one is near the top. 13 going on 30. I just saw that one recently as an adult again and I had totally forgotten the plot. It was so cute. Jennifer Garner, Mark Ruffalo. (laughs) Okay, Hulk. (laughs) No, no. Mark (laughs) Ruffalo is so hot. Are you kidding I me? I don't think so. I don't think Are that. you kidding <laughs> No. You're wrong. Mark Ruffalo. Oh my god, I'm making a poll yes. right now. Is Mark Ruffalo hot right in? The answer is yes. There's no debate. Okay, I'm, especially, ha- I'm happy for you. Especially in this movie, he's like dorky and cute okay. and messy hair. And 
Oh my god. And he's aged like fine wine. But anyway. You're so into him. Yeah, it's so... I mean, like, <laughs> this movie is what started it. I don't really watch anything else with him. Haven't seen him as Hulk. I mean, I know he is, but never watched it. Anyway, 13 going on 30 for any of you guys that haven't seen it. Basically, Jenna and Matt, that's their name in the movie. They're young, they're best friends, they're kind of quirky, like, they're not the most popular, but they're besties, you know? They're put into a closet, all of her guests at her birthday party leave, because they were like, this is lame, we're out of here. Then, it flashes forward to the future, and she's like an adult, she works at a magazine company, and she's like a girl boss, but people don't really like her, because unknown like she skipped through all that time she doesn't remember anything she got she kind of gave the impression that she was like a mean girl yeah yeah hmm. true so then wait, since they flash forward like she has the mindset of a 13 year old even though she's 30 and she's like how did i get here like what's going on and she's kind of trying to redeem herself hmm. for like kind of the bad relationship she has currently as an adult and then she runs into mark ruffalo he's engaged <laughs> of course and they're living in the city She's, like, trying to be close to him because, again, that was, like, her best friend. He's like, don't you remember what you did to me? Because she dropped him when they were young. He's about to get married. She's trying to, like, she's realizing she still has feelings for him. Da -da 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 -da. It's on his wedding day, and she, like, confesses her feelings. Wait, am I, I shouldn't spoil this. No, I've definitely this. seen this before. No, I shouldn't spoil this. This from, what, 30 years ago? No, we just said, oh, if they want to watch it. I'm they got to so know what they're getting into. I'm going to spoil it. <laughs> Fast forward 30 seconds if you don't want to hear the ending. Yeah, thir okay. So then basically, she tells him how she feels. She's like, oh, Jenny, don't tell me that. Don't tell me this. Da -da. She goes, he gives her this dollhouse that he kept from her from all the years ago. The glitter fell on her head. It was like a flashback to the past. And then all of a sudden, like, she was able to make up for all the lost time. And then the next scene is them getting married and, like, them living in their house together. It is so cute! So cute. It is so cute. It hit me in all the feels. Did I it, say, did I describe it correctly? Mm -hmm. It's so wholesome and, lot. like, it just heals your inner child. It's like, so It's so cute. cute. And, like, also, they had a little smooch while he was engaged, so it was building up, you know? Mm -hmm. Even though it was sad that he didn't lose his life, leave his wife. It but it was for his true love. Going with your... <laughs> Superhero motif over here. <laughs> My first rom-com that I love is Clueless, which is Paul Rudd, which oh. is Ant-Man. I love Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd is good, too. Love that. So, <laughs> the little <laughs> stepbrother to lover plot is a little weird in the movie, but it makes sense because they end up being perfect for each other. And I just, I love the movie Clueless. It's really aesthetically pleasing. It's like high school in the 90s. The outfits are on top. Like, everything's perfect. As a kid, I would watch and be like, wow, these kids are actually so cool and mature. They speak, like, so eloquently. Yeah. Like, the grammar and everything that they use is, like, really impressive. But the romance is really there. And, mm -hmm. I really love it. and there's also a subplot of trying to get two old teachers together in their high school that really gets overlooked when you're thinking about Clueless. But it's so cute. Yeah, I, didn't re I don't remember that. Oh, it's this... Uh, it's Cher's teacher. He's an old man. And then there's, like, an older woman there that, like has been single her whole life or something and Cher tries to get them together while also like getting her best friend that just moved into this school together. It's just, I mean, everyone's seen Clueless. Yeah. I have to rewatch that one. I haven't seen it in a long time. So, yeah. My movie is The Princess Bride. Oh my god. I didn't even know that this classified as a rom-com. It is so cute. It is. That's a really good one. It yeah. Is. It is the grandpa giving his grandson story time before bed. I kind of he was sick or something, but he was just watching him, mm -hmm. hanging out, vibing. And he's telling him the story of the Princess Bride. And it's this like medieval fairy tale princess adventure story that the prince, charming, quote unquote, has to go find her. There's a story of revenge where we get the iconic line. My name is Ingrid Mabriel. We killed my father. Oh, that is such a good line. Inconceivable. Like, yes. That's like, Oh, it's just that so good. <laughs> the acting, just kiss, the costumes, the work. It's from 1997. It has stood the test of time and it still slaps. Yeah. So that's how you know that you've got to watch it. It is, I cannot say enough good things about it. Next up on my list, 10 Things I Hate About You. Is that on yours? And it's on mine too. Oh! <laughs> you can talk about so it. It's so good. So I have the names here. 
Kat, who is played by Julia Stiles, and Patrick, who is Heath Ledger. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Basically, she's like anti-guys, right? Isn't that how it started off? Mm -hmm. And this guy dares Pat to ask her out or try to ask her to prom. Mm -hmm. Is that how it goes? Yeah. I thought it was just on a date at first. Maybe. I But I think the goal was like prom, prom because he wants to take room. her sister, right? Isn't that the whole thing? The other guy, the jock, right? Yes. And the sister couldn't go unless she went. So oh, she, yeah. right. she has to go and she's got like such a wall built up around her. Like yes. no one can break that wall down. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, screw that. I'm not going. Da, da, da. And then how do I get, how do I describe this without cutting it short? He basically is like trying to kind of prove herself. But then on prom night, they really start to catch feelings for each other. She finds out that it was all a hoax, basically all a dare. And so she, like, thinks that it's a lie, and she feels terrible because she's like, how did I let my guard down for you? You actually don't even like me, da-da-da. Yep. And then... It, and it was kind of like, you can almost tell she was, like, hurt before, which is why her wall was up in the first place. And then it just happened again. Yeah. It's, like, the impression I get. Or, like, kind of, like, the implied message of her, like, being so broken up by it. Mm -hmm. But there are two really iconic scenes. They go on a paintball date. Yeah, And it is, like... So cute, but also him singing on the bleachers because she played soccer, so it was on the soccer field. Oh, it's so, so cute. cute. I love high school music. <laughs> like, tell me how high school musical has that not on our list. Is that a rom com? Is it? It's I mean, not on my list. Is it a Disney rom com? We can, I guess. I just rewatched I've been wanting to watch High School Musical too. It would make my list. That slaps. I just love high school movies. Yeah. They're so fun, so cute. I love the party scene. If you love a good party scene, there's a good party scene in Clueless too. Yes. I definitely gotta rewatch that movie. My next one is not based in high school at all. It's called Hitch. Have you guys seen Hitch? Yes, with Will Smith, right? This movie, I discovered it in middle school, right? Literally one of my favorite rom coms ever made. Wow. That so, one's a cute one. Basically, Will Smith is like a love doctor. His name's Alex Hitchens. And his whole job is that nerdy guys. In this movie, it's Kevin James, who plays Mall Cop, Mall Cop mm -hmm. and he's also in Grown Ups. Kevin James is, like, the nerdy guy. So a nerdy guy like Kevin James would hire Alex Hitchens, Will Smith, to, like... Find him a hot date, basically. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Supermodel, girl boss, hot lady. Kevin James is like, I'm just a ugly, nerdy guy. Hitchens, <laughs> can you please help me marry this model? Not marry, just fall in love. And that's Hitch's job, but... There's this, like, newspaper publication, and this lady, she's the writer for the newspaper, and she's trying to, like, expose Hitchens because her best friend got broken up with by a guy that claimed to use Hitch, but he didn't actually use Hitch because Hitch is like, no, I only, like, help the good guys. That was a bad guy. I don't help the bad guys. So that, the newspaper lady is trying to write because she's sad about her best friend getting played, but Hitch starts to meet this newspaper lady, and things get crazy, and it's just... It's the, it's really like one of the best this. movies ever. You haven't seen it? No, I definitely. Oh my god, Hitch is so good. Really Hitch is definitely. When did oh it come my, out? When we were kids, because I remember seeing yeah. it as a kid in middle school, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, this is like such a nice, fun Will Smith movie. Yeah. It's such a good, I love Hitch. Wow. I gotta see it. I highly recommend. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> my next movie. <laughs> I honestly, not gonna lie, I have mixed emotions about, and I'll get into it because there's a little story time, but it's Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. It came out in 2010, and the IMDb summary is, as bass guitarist for Garage Rock Band, Scott Pilgrim, played by Michael Sarah, mm. and who also just played Alan, I think it was, in the Barbie movie. I'm 90% mm -hmm. sure. Oh, yeah. Has never had trouble getting a girlfriend. Usually, the problem is getting rid of them. But when Ramona Flowers, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, stakes into his heart, he finds he has the most troublesome baggage of all, an army of ex-boyfriends who will stop at nothing to eliminate him from her list of suitors. <laughs> so yes, he literally has to fight all seven of her ex-boyfriends in order to date her. <laughs> Is this like this a movie. joke? Like, no, no, he actually real. has to fight them. They're like, it's actually, like a video game type okay, set. so that's what I mean. But they're real people, like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have beef with him for real, like, but he has to, like, he has yeah. to actually fight them. Oh, hmm. this is also based this is on speed? <laughs> Julia. 
I swear, if you just put this movie on, you'd be like, yeah, I it would, it. It's also based on seven comic books, I believe it is, which is why I have beef with this movie. Because my brother and I made a bet that if I read all these books in their graphic novels or slash comic books, I, I read all seven of them, and his end of the bargain was to read all five of the Percy Jackson books, and he still hasn't finished Percy them. Percy Jackson yeah. makes it's it been to like, every episode. It's been like 15 years, and he still hasn't finished them. His brother's not finishing that. <laughs> I know. But besides the point, that's why I have beef. <laughs> I just, I can never, I cannot disassociate the movies and the books from that bet and how mm. sad I am that he never held up his end. Even though I just, just keep my bringing fair it share. Up. It's drama. I have. I'm sorry. I can't even, like, trust you to make a deal as your sibling. That means nothing. Like, come on now. Like, what you over here? <laughs> you put in a lot of time for your mess stuff. Yeah. And watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, I hope. He's at least watched all eight of the Percy Jackson episodes, as have I. This next one. Oh, I love it so much. 27 Dresses. It was one of my honorable mentions. Really? Yeah. I don't know that one. <gasps> Janina, this is a great one. And I wish I wrote the actor's real names, but I only mm-hmm. had the character's names. But it's people you You guys know them. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the main character, she's Jane, she works at a office, has a huge crush on her boss. Don't know how, don't remember, but the sister Tess ends up getting engaged to the boss and she's like are you kidding me like it's crazy the sister is just a bitch yeah it really really she soon realizes like her boss isn't all that she made him up to be in her head and as this is happening since they're getting married there is a journalist his name is kevin he does articles on weddings he's doing an article on this and she's trying to sabotage her sister right isn't she trying to sabotage her sister but isn't he doing an article on her because she's been a bridesmaid so many times oh you're right she has 27 dresses yes (laughs) because because all of her friends got married and she's been a bridesmaid in all these weddings so like her closet is filled with tacky ugly crazy dresses Mm -hmm. because always a bridesmaid never a bride you know Mm -hmm. so he's trying to do like a paper on her yes but then the intentions get a little mixed up Mm -hmm. And then they start becoming a thing. It's amazing. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Such cute scenes. It's so cute. Iconic bar scene in that one. Yes. Oh, the, the song. Elton John, right? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> You've um, never seen. No. You've really got to watch it. This movie's ingrained in my memory because it came out when I was in first grade. And at the time, we were doing, like, daily journals or something. Okay. And I remember writing. It was, like, a Friday. I was like... Tonight I'm seeing 27 Dresses with my mom and my sister at the movie theater. <laughs> we never went to see the movie theater. I saw it on my own time later on, but I was like, yeah. This I'm is doing fun this to bet. My teacher has to know that I'm going to be seeing this movie. <laughs> it's crazy. The sister like lies about being vegetarian, and then she, she does all this <laughs> stuff to get with the boss. And she also cut up their mom's wedding dress and made it Whoa. so ugly. And she, Jane mother passed got, away. Yeah, Jane got really upset about it. My next one, I feel like you guys aren't going to guess, but I want you to guess because mm-hmm. I wrote down Wait, some fun facts about it. can you say the description? Yeah, yeah. Do what you do. Okay, well, now. It's not really a description. <laughs> do what you do. <laughs> she like wants I, well, I make guess. us guess. So, this movie made $241 million in the U.S. theaters, making it the highest grossing romantic comedy in history. What? Do you have any guesses? The Notebook? No. La La Land? No. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh! What? Oh? I love this movie. The plot of it is, basically, there's this lady, Tula, very Greek, raised in a Greek family, She's unmarried, she's 30 years old, she's like not confident in herself really. She works at her dad's Greek diner and she gets this job at her aunt's travel agency and like through the window of this desk she like lays eyes on this really handsome guy. But the problem is he's not Greek. And mm. in his Greek family, it's like if you don't marry a Greek man, you're like, you'll ruin this day. Like you're 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 ruining the whole family. <laughs> you're gonna ruin it. <laughs> So Tula's stuck between like upsetting her father because she's like falling in love with this foreign man and their love story is just so magical and it's so funny to see like the dynamic of a Greek family in this movie and it there's a two and a three of this movie as well. Yeah. So, oh, it's so good. So good. I haven't seen the two and the three. They're good. They're really good. I don't think I've seen any of them. <gasps> They're so good. I really I'll love this movie. It broke records. The next one on my list is Friends with Benefits with Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. I've never seen this. Oh my Me god, neither. that one is so good. It's basically what it sounds like. It's two friends that are single that aren't really looking for a relationship, and but they still want to get some. So they just get some with each other. Mm. And what happens when you do that with an actual friend 
is it sustainable or do you does someone eventually catch feelings do you have to cut it off what if someone starts dating like if you've ever been in that situation you can relate and you get the movie if you've ever wondered what that situation was like turn the movie on and find out because that's what song is that i don't want to die Well, I was singing the Demi Lovato song, Let's Ruin the Friendship. Have you heard that? No. (laughs) The next one is When Harry Met Sally. I haven't seen Harry Met Sally. Meg Ryan's in too many movies. They go to college together. He drives her back to the city. They never speak yet after. They bumped into each other multiple times throughout the years on an airplane, in a bookstore. Mm -hmm. She gets engaged. He's engaged. It both fails. And I think someone else tried. Oh, they tried to get set up with two different people, like Mm -hmm. the friends. Oh yeah, they're on a double date. They're on a double date, but it's for two different people. Like they're trying to set up their friends. Turns out the double date flopped. Best friends end up liking each other. The whole basis of the movie is like you can't be friends with someone. You can't be friends with the opposite gender because there's always going to be like that sexual yeah. attraction. Yeah, he says no man can be friends with the woman he finds attractive. But they're like, that's not true. Like we could do that. Do you guys think that's true? Oh, so hard. I think it's not. Well, I don't think it's true because I have like. I had a guy friend and it's like, but what if? <laughs> like, I think of my guy friends and like, there's no way. No, I agree. I think you can be friends with someone not be attracted to them. I think so. But then there's like, my brother I will think... be like, that's not, I, he was like, a guy wouldn't spend hours with a girl by himself, like alone. I was just going to say, I think a girl would be more likely to do it than a guy though. I could see a guy being attracted to a friend potentially mm-hmm. and wanting to take it further the guy wanting to take it further well because in the movie it also says well then what if you don't find her attractive he's like still no still can't only be friends with her i don't get that so if you don't find her attractive then you can be friends but that's just saying boys are just pigs mm-hmm. yeah is yeah. it true are boys pigs <laughs> <laughs> yeah they end up hooking up and everything changes from there and, and they really can't deny the, the connection. New Year's scene. Yeah. It's like a New Year's oh. movie. Love a winter in the city movie. Yeah. Well, now that we talked about this one, I do want to mention You've Got Mail. Oh. Because this is another Meg Ryan movie, and it's set in the west side of New York City, and it's like when computers were first invented, like it's those big, fat, chunky ones. <laughs> and so Meg Ryan starts emailing with some, like, anonymous person on the internet, and they start to, like really get a relationship going back and forth on the computer and eventually we find out that it's the like CEO of basically what's equivalent to Barnes and Noble and so they bond over their love of books and stuff but they don't know that in real life they've met each other and they hate each other mm. oh. so it's really interesting it's really easy and we still love those it's a really good movie mm. love that trope love that trope my last movie on my list is Little Manhattan it is so cute it came out in 2015. It's got Josh Hutcherson, who plays Gabe. He's like 12 in this movie, I swear to God. Aww. He is such a little boy. It's like a young teen. He's mm-hmm. not like 14. Like you, like He's not like 8. No. That's why I think he's like 12. I don't know. Don't, don't quote me. He's a 6th grader who gets partnered with Rosemary, who's played by Charlie Ray in his karate class. He's known her for a long time, and that becomes his first crush. He starts, he develops a crush on her while they're working together. Um, but at home, Gabe's parents are unhappy, and they're waiting for their divorce to be finalized, and he has a hard time with that. But they begin dating, and when she realizes she's going to camp, he freaks out, and his attempts to win her over backfire, leaving him confused and miserable. I loved this movie. It was so cute to see a guy, like a young guy, having a crush on a girl and what he does and like what he thinks is rational and love. Like he's like showing up with flowers from like that he picks up from the corner store because it's set in the city. I think he like tries to take her on a date in Central Park. Imagine like a 12 year old boy and like a 12 year old girl dating in New York. It's just so wholesome and cute. Like he's trying to do like the real big people relationship thing and they're little. Like it's just so I haven't seen this either. I'm also a Josh Hutcherson fan, and he's just so young and like cute. Like, I'm like, oh, like I would have loved to have been her. And I'm like, I'm your crush. Like, come on. I don't think he's cute. Okay, but you thought Mark Ruffalo was a cutie. 
I think Mark. Well, Mark Ruffalo's I'm not a man. Wrong. No. They're different. Josh Hutcherson. Okay, well, over. Josh Hutcherson as a man right now. I'm picturing the meme of his face. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What's the, What's meme the song? Of his face? It's like him in a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> What's the song? Come on, he's such a cutie. No, he doesn't do it for me. He's he just like, looks like a Joe Schmo, like off the street. I do have a thing for this. Chop, chop. <laughs> is anyone gonna back me up? Do you think Josh Hutcherson is cute? Yes or no? Watch everyone be like, no. No, no people. He, I mean, he, quit, he has a lot of people that are like obsessed. Our big three: Josh Hutcherson, Paul Rudd, and Ruffalo. <laughs> That's the Valentine's edit. <laughs> okay. Next up is Watching the Detectives. Killian Murphy and Lucy Liu. Very cute movie. So, this is kind of reminding me of what you were just saying. He owns a film store. It's like a movie store. It competes with Best Buy, but it's like, it's not actually Best Buy yeah. movie. It's just another wholesale. It's West thing. Coast videos. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know. So, this girl walks in to rent a movie. She doesn't return it, I don't think. And, like, if you don't return it, you have to pay for it. So, then she comes in, like, offers to pay for it, but then ends up stealing the money. It was really weird. But then he asks her out. So, in the beginning, the movie he's breaking up with his long-term girlfriend he's newly single he goes on a date with Lucy Liu she is a little psycho a little cuckoo but like in a super fun and fabulous way <laughs> like she plays pranks on him all the time she's getting him into trouble they break into the blockbuster they get caught she's always leading him into like terrible kind of crazy situations and he's like what are you doing to me like this isn't me like what are you doing and it's just chaotic as hell but it's really cute it's really funny and it's just like small town. It really just follows them around. And they kind of have a breaking point. But then, you know, enjoy it. And love Tilly Murphy. And he's young. He's like, I love a skinny nerd. <laughs> like, you know. Sometimes <laughs> like he has an in his I just watched the last Dark Knight movie, I think. And Which he's one? in it. Wait. <laughs> what do you mean? Is that the one with Edward? Colin as Batman? Um, no. It's got Christian Bale as Batman. Oh, no. And he's and like, Tom Hardy is Biz Bane, I think. I don't know. Kelly Murphy has a camera in it and his <laughs> accent in it is yeah. so weird. He's like, Dap. <laughs> My eggs. <laughs> it's so I literally don't like, like, see what you're talking about. Right? Yeah. Dap. <laughs> And the way he says Batman is funny. He's like looking up and Batman like swooshes over the sun. Yeah. He's actually has a, a US accent in the in watching the detectives. Oh. Oh, yeah. and he had a US accent in that one too, and I thought it was so weird because I've been watching him in um Peaky Blinders. Yeah. I'm on to my honorable mentions and Julian's gonna giggle. No hard feeling. With Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Have you seen it? No. Oh my god. But I love her. So <laughs> okay. give me the tea. So weird. I am obsessed with this movie. It came out last year. I saw it in theaters with Julia. I think I was like, we're gonna go see this movie. She didn't have much of a choice. It's basically Jennifer Lawrence. It's set in Montauk in the Hamptons, and Jennifer Lawrence is she's grown up on Long Island, so it's like the house she has. It's not like she's rich or anything. She just has it from her parents having it. She lives in it now. It's like very dilapidated. She works at like a little beach club bar for all the rich people to come in the summer, and her car breaks down. No, her car gets towed by Richie from the bear. The bear. Richie from The Bear is, like, the tow guy, and he had had a relationship with Jennifer Lawrence, so they, like, have a little toxic friendship going on. He tows her car. She's like, I need a car. So she goes on Craigslist, and she finds this listing for a car in exchange for dating this, like, rich couple's son. son. And oh, I think I did see the show. Bringing him out of shell, Percy. Percy, their relationship is so chaotic, but in the best way. It's just a really cutesy movie. It actually is kind of wholesome. It is wholesome, and it's like a little creepy, but like all movies are a little creepy, and because you think it's gonna be more inappropriate. Yeah, you're like, oh, oh, what's gonna happen? There is one weird scene where she's like naked on the beach, and they're like, it's a little graphic, but everything's out. It's very similar to 10 Things I Hate About You in the way that there's, like, a, a deal that sets the pot up, and then there's, like, a big reveal, and then there's a, like, yeah. everything comes back together at the end. But I really love that movie. Yeah. And it's on Netflix. Everyone was like, rom-coms are, or comedy's back. Yeah. Because well, people doesn't... said that about anyone but you, but I didn't really care for that movie. Oh, uh, I still haven't seen that. It's all right. Mm. I have one more, but I don't really want to explain the whole thing to all the boys I loved before. <gasps> I just watched that again. I, I ate that believe, movie out. I can't believe I, I didn't realize that it. that was a rom-com. Mm-hmm. I, I really love that, that movie. movie. 
It is so good. Do you guys not picture his video after though? Oh! Wait, wait. <laughs> I don't even want to repeat it because it's disgusting. Gross. A great movie. One of my great friends, movie. one of our neighbors actually. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out if you ever see this, Jaden. Whenever anything related to Noah Centenario comes up, we always send it to each other because it's hilarious. Wait, what's that other quote he has? It's not about what you do, it's about what you say. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Guys, am I just like in a wormhole? <laughs> Wait, um, I bet I forgot about this movie. Let's be real. Well, anyway, the movie, fabulous, so cute. Another high school cute cute. movie. Mm -hmm. I have some more honorable mentions. Another kind of random. Blended. What? Have you guys seen Blended? Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, and Bella Thorne. Oh, oh what? So Drew Barrymore has a family of all sons, and Adam Sandler has a family of all daughters. And they're both like divorced, separated, no relation to each other. But they run into each other at a market because Adam Sandler's buying pads for his daughter, and Drew Barrymore's buying like uh, porn magazines for her son. And they don't want to like do the checkout, so they swap. Mm -hmm. And then after that, like they start to notice each other and like their town and everything. And then somehow or another, they end up on the same trip to Africa, and <laughs> they start to just like I don't know. The families start to blend. Yeah, it's a really good one. And then my last honorable mention is Fifty First Dates. Oh, oh with Adam Sandler that. and Jennifer Aniston. Drew Barrymore again. Oh, I thought it was Jennifer Aniston. Mm -hmm. That's another Don't one. Don't they have another one? They do have one. I also love their murder mystery movie. Knives Out. I wait. I think it's literally called Murder, murder Mystery. Murder Mystery. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Fifty First Dates is Drew Barrymore has like memory loss or something, so the day keeps repeating for her. But Adam Sandler falls in love with her, and it's just set in mm. Hawaii, and it's so. Pretty. It's just a really sweet love story. Hello there. So we're going to react to one of our listeners' skincare routines. She said that she double cleanses morning and night. That's interesting. I haven't done that unless unless I like feel like I still have makeup still from the night before. Mm -hmm. If I was like drunk and didn't do the best job taking it off, let's be real. But I usually try to be pretty good. But DHC oil cleanser and La Roche-Posay Purifying Foaming Cleanser. I used to be obsessed with that oil cleanser. Oh my oh, god. Really? Yeah, I I've probably repurchased that like at least five times. Wow. Yeah, I've even traveled with it. Like, I used to have that on stock before wow. using the Hyaluronic Marine No Rinse Cleanser. And, and I've heard really great things about the La Roche-Posay Foaming Cleanser too. Did you try that one or no? I had it. You gave me a sample of it and I have used it. Okay, that's what I thought. I haven't used that one. It's very gentle. Very, like, can't be bad it's, for you. It's a, like a nice basic cleanser. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, cleanser, as long as it's cleaning your skin, it's yeah, doing Yeah, if it works job. for you, then. Mm -hmm. Witch hazel toner morning and night until she runs out and then she'll switch to the body shop aloe toner with the Origins Green Mushroom Essence. I feel like I called this like a year ago from like a science-y kind of standpoint. I feel like mushrooms are going to be like the ingredient that, that gets called out over the next few years. I can see that. Like you already see it like being used in um, gummies for like focusing. I feel like it's going to get incorporated into skincare mm -hmm. and makeup and whatnot. It's going to be the next hot Stock marketing up. ingredient. Looking yeah. Like the 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 body for real. I really like think that it's going to blow up. I love witch hazel. Not necessarily for my face, but I use it all the time otherwise. What do you use it for? Like when I wax myself, I always after I wax I'll use that, and then like sometimes it I wax. no, not at all. It's very gentle. Which hazel is like not harsh at all. Oh wow! That's why it's like meant for like sensitivity and whatnot. Oh. Cool. Yeah, I don't really use toners. I'd rather use a serum, but that's just me. I feel like you kind of or one or the other. The Good Molecules Eye Yerba Matte Wake Up Eye Gel. I used to use that too. <laughs> Although mine, the packaging, like the, it kept flaking off and it was so annoying. Like I'm glad that I have like fancy eye creams now that like I have a pump bottle because I couldn't imagine dealing with that little metal tube every morning and night. Like does yours do that? Or like was mine a flop? Did they update the packaging and it's better now? Oh, hopefully. Because like for example, Summer Fridays, I had gotten their jet lag mask when it was back in the metal tube mm -hmm. and their lip balm mm -hmm. when it was in the metal tube mm -hmm. and since then it's been switched to plastic thank I god think now but literally thank god because I still have that like somewhere just to, like crinkle off of it, it yeah really wow. when you're spending like 40 60 yeah. bucks on a product you don't want that to happen 
feel like luxury. Yeah, like that little eye thing is $8. Sure, I'll deal with that. But it's also $8 and was annoying enough that I decided not to rebuy it. No. Slash just like replaced it out of my routine, mm -hmm. you know? Like now I use the other ones. And Snail Moose, you were using that. Are you still? Mm -hmm. I still like it. Yeah. Jaclyn Hills swears by it. The serum that you gave me too, so it's kind of like an in-between thing. Mm -hmm. The film repair? Yeah, I've been using that at night. That's just crazy. I love that one. It smells so nice too. So yeah. You, I mean, between the toners and those serums though, she's, she's getting some good... This is a solid routine. Yeah. At night, I'll use, I'm totally going to butcher that. Tony Moly? Tony Moly? Sure. Right now, pumpkin eye patches and the ordinary rosehip oil. It makes her skin so soft. Heard it was similar to retinol because of its high vitamin A naturally. There's definitely an oil out there for whatever benefit you're looking mm -hmm. for in terms of skincare or hair care. And so long as you do the research and get it, you know, like you'll see the benefits, yeah. you know. Oh wow, so you do the serum and then the eye patches. That's like serious eye hair game. I don't even have eye patches. I do nothing for my under eyes. You should at least like take your face moisturizer and put like a thin little layer underneath. Okay. Maybe you don't want to buy a separate eye thing. Hmm. That's what I used to do until I was like, I'm 25 now. I should start actually using eye stuff. Your under eyes look so bright right Yeah. Now. Thank you. Then I moisturize with the Pharmacy Honey Halo, one of the best I've used. It's now my go-to. I haven't heard of that. I've been wanting to try this for so long. All of my YouTubers use this. Mm -hmm. I hear the only thing that I hear about from pharmacy is the um the cleansing balm. Mm -hmm. Everyone is like so obsessed with that. I have some nighttime AHA thing that I used to use for them every so often, which I actually kind of liked, but. Ever since my skin's been crazy, not as much. I really need to do it. I'm really mm. glad that you said this is the best you've used because this convinced me to try it. It was like, no. say no <laughs> like, sold, give me your referral code. And she uses an ice roller in the morning, if I remember. I, I just try to so, go out yeah. in the morning, if I remember. I feel you there. I love your routine. This, yeah, thank you for writing in. Mm -hmm. Solid, solid routine. You're a real one. If you want to level it up, I would recommend either the steamer or, like, an LED. Red light? Mm-hmm. I obviously would recommend the Dr. Dennis Gross face wear one. It's got red and blue light three minutes every day. A charge lasts you like a week roughly and it's just so easy. You could do the red or blue by itself or there's a combo mode that you could just do both at the mm -hmm. same time. And it was featured in American Horror Story and Only Murders in the Building. Yes, Kim K. So you can feel like Kim K or Selena Gomez, whoever you want. <laughs> We're going to be answering some of our submissions from you guys we just have two to say and the first one is how was y'all day what's your opinion on twitter turning into x can you speak any different languages so i don't really care that twitter turned into x i don't really use twitter anymore but i think it's weird like why do they do that yeah i will say i stopped using it once it turned into x like, I just, it's literally not even on my phone right now i stopped using it and i don't even use threads if i'm being honest mm -mm. threads lived for like a week and then it fell off threads is on twitter or instagram instagram, instagram. oh like, i never once used the that. x thing happened then threads came out yeah i was i was like i don't want that because it shows up on your profile right does it yeah oh the threads number does yeah i don't even see that on my profile anymore maybe because i'm inactive it might oh. be gone but i don't know i see the threads popping up when i'm scrolling through instagram i'm like I wish there was a new app that's like actually different and interesting. Like Ask FM. Yeah. <laughs> I always said I wish we had like a MySpace of our time. Yeah. Which Twitter yeah. kind of was at one point and Tumblr kind of was, but like Tumblr wasn't social enough. Like it wasn't all your friends from school. But I think that the best part about MySpace was that it was like the first way that people were connecting, but now it's just like there's already so much. There's, yeah, it's just like another new way. I'm rewatching Awkward right now, and the girl Jenna, she has a blog, but like, she posts her blog on this like social media feed where everyone from high school is like your friend and can like see the blog that she writes. Mm -hmm. That's so fun. And I think on MySpace, you were able to like upload a song every day. Yeah, you could have a song on your profile. That's really Ooh. cool. And I know you can upload a song on Instagram, but it's like, mm. it's different. Anytime people don't do that, I'm like, and are you talking about the thing when you're in like the DM yes. section and yes. circles on top? It's oh, always like I've emo never used stuff. It. Like people yeah. in their bag. Yeah. <laughs> like shut up. Um, can you speak any different? Like, no. I can understand Spanish more than I can speak it, but Same. I'm not fluent either by Same. any means. I wish I could. I have Duolingo on my phone, but I was learning sign language for a little bit, but I'm like not. I'm nowhere near good enough to actually have a conversation with someone. Oh, that makes me sad. I wish sign language was like actually taught to us. Yeah. 
when we were little. I tried to take it as an elective, and then not enough people signed up for it, so then the class got dismissed. So sad. My day was good. He also asked how was your day. He, she. <laughs> he don't really know who this is. Um, not gonna lie, today's a pretty sad day for me, the day we're recording. Oh. It's been 10 years since we had to put my dog down. Oh, oh I'm sorry, Janina. It's okay. Um, and I feel like my actual dog, Blaze, has, like, mm. sensed that. Because he's, like, been so cuddly and, like, just been wanting to hug me so much today. And, like, just giving me kisses. I'm like, do you know that deep down sad? Even though, like, I was working and, like, still being productive today. But, like, mm. I don't know. I never not think about it today. But I'll end on a happy note. And a year ago tomorrow, February 1st, is the day that I got the approval for Blaze. Which uh. is why I say that I feel like in my heart of hearts that Duke really sent me Blaze. Mm -hmm. And... Apparently, Duke, or Blaze was the name of the other boy in the litter that Duke was in, and we originally wanted him, but then we got Duke, so I feel I like it's, yeah, yeah, I feel like it's the like Lord. full circle. I didn't know at the time when I picked his name, and my parents told Whoa. me after, because I was so young when we got Duke. I was only four when we actually got my dog. That's we crazy. had him for 10 That's years, crazy. so it's, like, devastating for me. Like, I genuinely didn't know life without a dog, and then he was just gone. Like, yeah. it was really hard. But it's crazy that then nine years later, I got the approval for my now dog, who's such an angel that I love. And, yeah, his name's Blaze. There's that story that we almost got the original Blaze. That's and crazy. now, yeah. like, I really feel like Duke sent me in. That's why I can never be mad at Blaze. I'm never mean to him. I'm always so patient and loving towards him. So I'm just like, my actual angel sent me my real angel that I have now. Our last mission says, I've had a crush on my best friend for three years, but they aren't into it. Um, I think you should just stay friends. Yeah, but that's so hard. If the best friend knows you guys, the relationship is not going to be the same. I wish we knew whether this person has told the friend or if it's just like in their head and they feel that way. Because if you've told them and they dodged it, then that's kind of horrible. If it's, like, they haven't told them and they're just, like, date other people, like, that's also obvious yeah. that, like, you're not into them. In which case, I say, honestly, I don't think it's probably the healthiest if you're friends with this person and you have such a big crush that it's lasted for three years. Like, you should do yourself the favor and distance yourself from them until mm. you're over them. Because, And yeah. can just well, see them as a friend. Well, distance yourself. But then you're going to jeopardize your friendship. But... You're always putting that other person before you then. Like, yeah. you'll, you'll never be able to get over them if you're still that Yeah, that's close. true. And I say that because that was me a long time ago. And looking back, I needed to hear that sooner. Yeah. You have to let them go. And if you're meant to be friends, they'll come back in your life. And it won't be weird and all the pressure's off and you've moved on and they never knew and were never interested potentially. But... Mm -hmm. Like, it's so hard to hear that. I'm so sorry. But, like, personally, having been there, I think that's what you should do. I'm picturing how I met your mother with Ted and Robin. And how, like, I mean, their whole friend group was intertwined. But then they were, like, together. And then they weren't. And then it, like, kind of broke the whole oh, group up. That's So it might be better for you if things never happen romantically. Because relationships yeah. are more than just romantic. Like, you can well, yeah. have a true connection and be just friends but i'm saying them emotionally if that's not fair to themselves to have this crush on this person and they can never do anything about it and they're not looking at other people like yeah. if you're only hung up on this person and they have no interest in you whatsoever like in that regard of ted and robin ted has to date other people and he had to like kind of do distance himself to do that and it was awkward but it worked out in the long run i don't know and like I said, if you're meant to be friends, you'll be friends and it'll be okay. But, but I think, I think that putting you, that distance... I think if you put the distance in this type of situation, you're not going to become friends I again. don't think you're going to become friends again either. Because then it's just going to be like, I put myself out there, then it's done. You know? Well, that's putting himself out there. Or herself out there. Yeah. But if no, they I'm don't... just saying in general, like, even if... So what, they stay friends and just... Are in love with them and nev no, they are never together. To, like you have to speak your truth. They don't know. Yeah, but you have to. That's be, what we don't you know. Have to we deal don't... with the fact if they're not interested, then you have to accept yeah. that. Because we don't know if this person has said it. Yeah, or not. Right. So actually, you should tell us if you're listening and then message us back and yeah. let us know what the situation is. 
Yeah, maybe give us more insight. This is worse. I was like, yeah, I'm going to answer this yeah. information. Well, well, no, I'm leaning towards you got to distance yourself and move on no, and then be friends after. Confess your love. I think if they always back, okay, but if they know that they're not interested, okay, but they for could, sure they could be wrong. Yeah, because if you don't say anything, you really never know. Yeah. So what if they say something and the person's not interested? Now they've told they them it's true. awkward. Yeah, and you never know. Maybe they're the type of person that are like, I don't feel the same way about you, but I want to keep. Yeah, if our it's friendship. truly a best friend, yeah. then maybe you can work something out. Yeah, because actually, I've had a situation like this where a guy has said. That he has feelings for me. Granted, it wasn't like a best friend situation, but I was like oblivious, not feeling the same way, and it kind of was like okay. Because he's out there, so just chill. Yeah. So I mean, maybe he feels differently, and he, <laughs> it was worse on him. Mm-hmm. I don't know that, but but you've had questions for me. That's what I'm saying. That's a long time, and then like to keep it going, and that's like mm-hmm. a heavy weight to carry. But that's what I'm saying. But if they just distance themselves, then they're not. They're never going to like unload that. They'll yeah, learn how to let go like, and move on. No, but they have to just... At that point, you might as well air it out. You're going to move on either way. Yeah, so true. So true. Okay, fair. But if they say something, then they'll for sure lose them as a friend. But if they're going to walk away, they're going to lose it anyway. But if they disappear for like three <laughs> months, they could just be like, sorry, man. Then I'd be like, no. you're in drama. I'm not interested. Nah, <laughs> Dropping no. somebody for something like that, I think that's immature. Yeah, I think that's immature. So you have to stay friends with them when you're clearly in love slash have a no. crush and they don't want to be with you while you're trying to move on? Like, that's not fair to you as a person. I just think that they have to communicate and then go from there. Yeah, we hopefully, feel for you. That's, like, a rough situation. Hopefully your crush likes you back, but... If yeah, not, the best case scenario, is, your crush likes you back. You know, yeah. And if not, then you have to move on. There's plenty of fish in the sea. No one likes to hear that. But if you're stuck on something, it's going to stop you from finding another person that is really meant for you. True. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to our episode on Brom-Com. You and I little advice session on some love life. We'll see you next week, neighbor. Bye.